Paddle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. Okay, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. This is Paddle Ready, and we are here. We are going to start in Revelation chapter 13. Um, Laura, I think probably just because of the where we are in this, we ought to go back and just touch base on some of the concepts we talked about last week about the Antichrist and the spirit of Antichrist and the person. But we are we are actually in Revelation chapter 13. We'll run back and forth between Daniel chapter 7 and other verses. So I hope you're ready, and I'm glad that you're joining us today. How would you like to start? I don't know. <laughs> but... Uh, it, I, I'm going to find a more so line here. when so you said to just catch everybody up, th- there were a few big ideas that we presented last week, just getting ready for 13, because understanding who this Antichrist, this man of sin, whatever, he's called in the different books that you're reading in the Bible, who he is, is an understanding that it's not just all of a sudden something brand new appears, but something that's all along has been a work of Satan in the world and with people to give you a counterfeit, a counterfeit religion that looks beautiful, a counterfeit relationship that's not with God but is spiritual. And and we see it in the Old Testament and we see it in the New Testament. And we see, we talked about the same John that writes the book of Revelation, writes about the spirit of Antichrist in 1st, 2nd, 3rd John. Mm-hmm. Talks about the fact that there's this, this spirit within the church already that is saying, not just Jesus, but Jesus plus whatever human endeavor or human restrictions or human laws or achievement, we want to add to that and marry it together. And really, you are partially saving yourself, right? And we said that the Antichrist, we, we went to the New Testament and we saw that uh, where Paul is teaching Timothy how to be aware of these false doctrines, these false teachers, and we said they're not people that stand up and and yell hateful rhetoric. They're people that are charming. We said the word for Satan in the garden was subtle. He he is almost telling the truth mm-hmm. and completely lying mm-hmm. and completely the opposite. It's the idea of another Christ. And don't forget that that right? is the way it is with all lies. All lies have a little bit of truth in them, and they sound reasonable. I mean, I've heard most people minister, don't fall for the outrageous. Mm-hmm. No, I heard right? a minister say today. That the the Antichrist in this time period, when you're studying it, you have to remember Satan can present himself as an angel of light, and it, but the Bible warns you over and over that even though an angel would come and tell you something other than Christ, you're not to believe that. But we will get to the place, I think, where people who don't know anything about what the Bible says, it sounds. It depends on how you package it. It sounds good, right? It sounds reasonable. That makes sense. But then. What they're really presenting isn't sensible or good. It's actually sinful. And we made an, I made an outrageous statement when I said that there were a lot of religious and church people who will prefer, mm-hmm. they will prefer what the Antichrist has to say and the way he conducts himself to what the, the way says. Christ mm-hmm. speaks and the way Christ conducts himself. Here's one, here's one example. So you're, you're, and I may have mentioned this last week, I don't know, but you're reading the Gospels and Jesus says, I came, I didn't came, I didn't come to bring everything together. I came like a sword that cut, divides things. You're like, Jesus is a divisive character? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And here's why he's dividing. He will divide the truth from a lie. Mm-hmm. He, he will divide those false relationships and those false 
religious ideas from the truth. Mm -hmm. And I, I think about, I have a friend that I met a couple years ago in homeschooling circles that I was in, and I'm not going to mention his name, but I, I met this person and he was talking about how he came from Turkey and he had to leave everything when he found Christ. His own parents tried to kill him. His own brothers and sisters tried to kill him. That's that dividing mm -hmm. that Christ does. And once you know the truth, the world is set against it. Mm -hmm. False religion is set against it. And I think right? you, culture is set against it. I think if it. you understand that as you read these next chapters coming up, that's mm -hmm. going to be a big piece of that because you're going to see. I've always read Revelation and wondered why they didn't just get it. And but the truth is, they don't want to. What the Antichrist says is what they want to what hear. The world wants to believe in the first it place. It sounds like we what we think spirituality should be. Mm -hmm. You're going to answer all my problems. You're going to meet all my needs. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell me it's that okay. he, human okay. beings are God. Mm -hmm. Well, think and about that's it. what literally everybody when they think of Revelation, if they don't know anything else, mm -hmm. right? They will know about the beast or the Antichrist. Mm -hmm. They'll, they'll, they'll know, know that concept the six, of the six, six, six yeah. and they'll think of it as a hideous monster, which it's not. Mm -hmm. It's a charming, charismatic, political leader. It's exactly. But what they'll they also want. know the number six six six, right? Mm -hmm. the, the jokes about it in TV and movies. Mm -hmm. People say six. Oh, that's an evil number. Mm -hmm. In this chapter that we're going to read right now, he'll explain to you that six six six. Means man. Man, 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 man. It's the number of man, and it's man cubed. Mm -hmm. It's like man three-dimensional. Mm -hmm. And what, what it means by that is this is the ultimate humanistic mm -hmm. achievement of the world, this Antichrist. And that's why it appeals to people. It appeals right. to Man as God. Mm -hmm. You don't need God. You, you are God, God. Mm -hmm. and separate from God, we're going to find all of our answers. We're going to find, we're going to remember John Lennon singing, imagine there's no heaven, mm -hmm. right? Don't get offended if you love John Lennon. Stay with me. Mm -hmm. But the idea was, can we just forget about all oh, this religion stuff do this. and we'll solve, solve all our problems right here. Mm -hmm. Human beings will get it all together and we'll make this world into a paradise. Mm -hmm. It'll be heaven on earth. And that's why. That's the theme and that's, of the Antichrist. That's the theme and that's where right? we're headed so that we get to this place where there's one government, there's one religion. Everybody's equal. We're all okay. Right? There's Everybody's going to be taken money, care of. You won't have to. Yeah. Compete. You won't yeah. have to. Yeah, it's this idea of you know you won't ever have to. Nobody's going to suffer. He's got the answer. Mm -hmm. He's right? got the answer. Now everybody, if you have been with us and you've been studying, there's been a whole lot of suffering. Oh my God! As God has warned and warned and warned and warned and, and warned to warn and right allowed the human beings out, right? to have their way and mm -hmm. allowed the natural consequences to occur. People have suffered so much. So many have passed away, and then and then this Antichrist says, "I'm going to fix it." Mm -hmm. Right? If you thrilled. come to me, I'm going to fix it. Well, and I, I really think um, for just a minute, and I know I, we keep saying that, and I think I've said it, I don't know how many times since we said it here, but you see, need to say again the part about when they get, when they see what they get, when they really see what they're getting, they're not going to want what they have because that, that makes Because comes no matter off, how beautifully the facade comes away, and those that are. Those that are filled with the spirit of Satan, the spirit of Antichrist, John calls it the little Antichrist, not mm -hmm. this one. That, but the idea always sounds like this is real love. This is real care. This is real sense. compassion. Right? It makes sense. Like, like for example, and I'm going to use this and don't be offended, but when you package it a certain way, and we've, we've found out anything. we found out in the last 10 years, our politicians, everybody packages what they say to us. 
So when we package women's rights, well, who would be against women having rights, right? Or when we package, um, you know, freedom of religion, who would be against? This is good. people way use this too much. I'm way, I'm, I'm following your thought. People way overuse this example and they apply it to everything in the world. But here it actually fits. And I, and I want to say this the right way and not be offensive to people, but if it offends you, I'm sorry. But Hitler didn't come out with horns and a pitchfork. No. He came out saying, I love Germany. Mm-hmm. He came out and saying, I'm going to take care of my people. And, and I'm going to make sure that you are respected in the world again. I'm going to make sure that you're not hungry. You're not suffering. You're not economically behind everybody else. I'm going to be the champion of Germany. And I'm going to raise your children so they have those Which sounded like love. Do you know what I mean? It didn't sound like the hate that it was. There were German people who had no idea. I agree. When, when the war ended, now, now some did. I mean, there, there was all the signs were there. But there were German people who had no idea what was happening in Ravensbrück. Mm-hmm. Right? They in had Auschwitz. no idea in Auschwitz what's happening. They, they didn't see it. All they saw was, well, you know what, we're going to have to make some sacrifices to make. Germany a great place, and we're going to have to let some of these people go, and this is for our children, this is for our future, This he's telling us he's got all these great ideas. Mm-hmm. It didn't sound like hate. Mm-hmm. That's very appropriate right? for our lesson, yes. But once it was revealed, and you saw the, the ovens, and the gas chambers, and the, the pictures the, of people, the people that were bones, right, mm-hmm. that we've all seen from history, if you've studied history, how horrible what was behind the curtain He's just a little bit antichrist. Mm-hmm. He's a little part of this. And this is the ultimate who's going to say, I'm here to fix it all. But behind the curtain, when it's revealed, is, a, is Satan who, from the beginning, wanted to, he, he comes to kill and to steal and, and to destroy, destroy mm-hmm. because that hurts the heart of God. And, right? And just, I mean, you just and, want to know who's behind the curtain. just for clarity, too. Antichrist is a word that's used, but a lot of people don't understand what that simply mm-hmm. means. It, it actually means the opposite or in opposition to Christ or instead of. I, it it means another. Of. Yeah, I'm just as good as Christ. You, if you don't I'm like what it. Christ offers, let me give let you me another way. And isn't that why he started let in the very beginning? Another way. His, his question, he just he, doesn't want you to be like God. He doesn't want you to know what he knows. Although he was sharing what he knows in the cool of the day with them already. Already, yes. But right? in the garden, he's not putting them There's down. He's trying way. to lift. Satan is, the temptation is to, come on, you can be God. No, what he says is, you I'm going to lift you up. Yeah. But what, what he does, does is cause the fall. Right. What he does is cause their death. But that's the way lies work. Right. And when he does that, he's enticing because that sounds like a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like the thing you want to do. And I think chapter 13 is all full of things that it's, we're starting mm-hmm. to now see. But again, what we said earlier, when they, somewhere when we get into 16, 17, when they see what they actually have, it's not going to be a very pretty sight. So we're getting and I, there. I do, I do want to start in Dan, Daniel chapter 7 because Daniel has a vision when Belshazzar is king, mm-hmm. and um, he's king of Babylon, mm-hmm. after Nebuchadnezzar, it's actually Nebuchadnezzar's historically the grandson, mm-hmm. but it, when he's king, he has a vision, and it, it talks about this man of sin. Here's his name. In the Which, where is your, um, where are you going to The go? Antichrist, this person we're talking about, Daniel, I'm going to start at verse 1. Okay. He's called the son of perdition in Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, he's called the man of sin. He's called the prince that shall come. He's called the wicked 
in the book of Isaiah, he's called it the abomination of desolation, what he does mm -hmm. in Matthew chapter 24. Some of you will say, well, I thought that happened uh, a long time ago when someone sat on in the temple. You know, that was the spirit of Antichrist. That was an Antichrist. This, this is, is the, the ultimate, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And don't so, forget. so yes, this this is not new. This has been continually throughout the from Since the garden till now. Top, top and this is the actually. ultimate arrival mm -hmm. of the ultimate humanistic, filled with Satan. The Bible in in chapter twelve, if you'll remember, you get a description of Satan. The Antichrist description in this next chapter is almost identical mm -hmm. because that's who that's who's behind father. the curtain. That's who his father. It's is. like that's who, what's going on. Remember, like Jesus says, and 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 the other piece to keep in mind. And I know I I'm just kind of fresh at this too. But the other piece to keep in mind is he is going to mimic everything Jesus did. Well, including this fact. When, when Jesus tells you who he is, he says, I and the Father are one. If you've seen me, you've seen, you've seen the Father. Father. There's no difference between me and him, right? right, right. If every word that I speak, he says, comes from the Father. Mm -hmm. And the Father has glorified the Son. Mm -hmm. That's what he says. That's exactly the same with the Antichrist. Every word he speaks will be from the evil one, from, from Satan. From his it, they'll be in agreement mm -hmm. with what they're doing. It is, it is a, a mimicry. It is... Eerily similar mm -hmm. to what you're saying. There'll be no division between the beast no. and Satan. And, and you see that portrayed in John's vision because the, except for maybe the number of horns and the, they're, they're And saying, there's a reason for that. We're going to talk about that, the number of horns, that kind of thing. And it continues through the whole book. Go ahead. But in Daniel chapter 7, it says, In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. And then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven strove upon the great sea, and four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse from one another. The first was like a lion, had an eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth, and made stand upon its feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, and the second like unto a bear, and it raised itself up upon the side, and had three ribs in its mouth of it, between its, the teeth of it, and they said, Thus unto it, arise, devour much flesh. Now after this, behold, I saw another, like a leopard, which had upon his back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast also had four heads, and dominion was given it. And I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth, and it devoured and broke into pieces, and it stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to read about in a minute. Mm -hmm. I considered the horns, and behold, there came upon them another little horn, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking great things. So, no way, you can't stop there. Go ahead. No, let me see. Uh, I want I, we have to say this part because mm -hmm. I just no, think, okay. I just don't think you can't stop there. Okay. It says, and I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, his wheels as burning fire. So we know who that is because we've seen that portrayed in Revelation mm -hmm. also. But look at verse eleven. Go on down to eleven. Oh, well, go, if we go right straight through 10, a fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousands ministered unto him, and 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. Judgments was set, books were open. This is talking about God mm -hmm. the Father, but 
Look at what verse 11 says. And I beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake. Mm-hmm. The one that mm-hmm. took out three and came up one. Yeah. He says, I beheld even till the beast was slain and the body destroyed and given to the burning flame. And concerning the rest of the beasts that had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. Now, I well, that's not the where I wanted to be. I'm sorry. Let me find where I wanted. Uh, saints of the Most High. Oh, he says... Um, the four beasts are four kings, and then he comes on. But I want to oh, where it tells you the four beasts. No, I want to talk to you where it says the beast says what he says. Oh, verse twenty-five, and he spake great words against. Okay, so here's talking about the fourth fourth beast, right? Mm-hmm. And it says, and he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time and a times and a dividing of time. And I just want to note that time and times and a dividing of times is three and a half years. And Which that's is where, right where we are. Is right where we, we are here. Years. But what he says, he speaks great words, mm-hmm. but they're against God. Mm-hmm. And they wear out the saints. And, you know, some people have suggested, I've, as I've been studying about some of this this week, that we will kind of begin to see the Antichrist before the rapture. I don't know if we will or not. I, I don't know. But it's interesting that we see people now saying great things against God. They're, they're not hiding it anymore, the things that they have to say. So just as a thought. Not only that, all the things spoken of God and that are connected with God's word correctly are spoken of as great evil. People mm-hmm. consider it now a great evil that needs to be destroyed. And if we could just get rid of that, yeah. Well, and they say that mm-hmm. you're the reason we don't have any peace because right. you won't let us do anything with Israel. And the battle's the already on. Mm-hmm. It always has been, but even more intensely. So, but now on. if we go to Revelation 13 and we start reading about this person and we start connecting the dots between Daniel 7 and Revelation 13 and what we know right now, mm-hmm. I think we can start making the connections. So he sees this vision. Which and don't you you're like, well, what are all these beasts? Well, these these beasts are these the greatest. There's always been kingdoms that rise up that are conquering and dominating. It's been the the part of the fall for human beings has been a will to dominate. You see it in every human being, mm-hmm. right? Yes. But the will to dominate comes up in these great world changing empires. But the three greats have always been the three greats, mm-hmm. empires yep. of the entire yep. world. Yep. The first one being Babylon, which which is based on Nimrod. We talked mm-hmm. about that a few weeks ago, but Babylon's kingdom was really? one of the first original great powers of the earth. Well, I want to mention something I heard this week, and I don't know. It's just funny how there are a lot of good Bible students out there. So mm-hmm. when you hear things, it's nice to kind of mull them over in your mind. But the tower that he built... Um, the person who was teaching this said he built the tower, it says to and you're reach, talking about the Tower of Babel and Nimrod, not Babylon, no. Nimrod and the Tower of Babel. But that's the source. He went of over, he built a tower to reach into the heavens mm-hmm. because the Babylonians are known for their astrology, mm-hmm. their their soothsayers, their and it really wasn't that they wanted to get into heaven, it's that they wanted to see the heavens because that's what they were worshiping in the first place, even way back then. You didn't have to have God, you had astrology. You didn't have to, you could look at the stars and the stuff and see what was going on. And I thought, now that's an interesting thought because even in Daniel's time, now I'm not saying that's, I'm just saying it's interesting because I've always 
perceived that the Tower of Babel was trying to get into heaven without going through Noah. And in, still, in some ways, that's exactly what that is. If I'm going to use something else to reach up here, then it's more than that, because what they literally say is, you remember the Tower of Babel comes, and it's on, in, it's in Genesis comes on the 10. heels of the flood and God's judgment on earth. Correct. And, they and start what to they grow. literally say is when we build this tower and God tries to judge us again, we'll band together in a war against mm -hmm. God right mm -hmm. here. And we're this safe. is the place where we will fight God. Mm -hmm. Right? Because God, let us build a city and a tower whose top may reach into heaven and let us make us a name. Lest we be scattered abroad. We don't Humanism. want to do it God's way. We want let to do us it make our way. Us a name. Mm -hmm. And when he tries to scatter us again, we'll stand right here. Right. And we still right? have... That, that's exactly what they're doing in the book of Revelation. Correct. Is that God is bringing this judgment for the sin that these people have committed. They're digging in their heels and they're saying, absolutely, right here, I'm we stand against God and we will stand right yes. here in this place. And Because and that's, that's the purpose of the tower is we won't be separated again. We'll and be unified too against him. All those things that Daniel... Remember in Daniel, in the stories of Daniel, it's always amazed me that these soothsayers and Chaldeans and astrologers and you know wise men of the of the time can't figure out anything, and no doubt truly wise men of the time. Well, yeah, but the most can't. educated people of their time. But God knows, and don't forget, and they don't, know. and don't forget in Moses's time in Egypt, they could mimic some things with their magic. They were incredibly wise, but they and we look at Egypt even today and we marvel mm -hmm. at what they knew about building and agriculture yep. and medicine yep. and the body. I mean, th we're not saying they were fake smart; they yeah. were real smart. Yes. But they're not and smarter that, than the Lord. And that's the point. Yes. That's the point I think we should try to it make. It is the ultimate human achievement. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with human achievement. God gave us those talents, those abilities, those gifts. Absolutely. But it's when that human achievement is, is used to say, we no longer need God. We've got this under control, mm -hmm. and we are God. And isn't that where we really are? Yes. That's where and we that's, really are. And that's where we are in chapter 13. And that's what that that And that's the cry for this today. leader is... Won't you give us an answer so we don't have to worry about we don't him have to do God anymore? Because every time right. people die and it's not right. But, but just to give you the background on those kingdoms, though, you have Babylon, what you just said, the, the first ever, mm -hmm. coming out of the first ever first rebellion. Ever. Right, right. They've been there. The, the Babylon, Babylon in Scripture is a, is, a, is a kingdom. It's also a philosophy and a religion. And it's also Babylon will a be referred to. It's used more than just talking about just this yes. place. And sometimes I think when we get in Revelation, it's hard to know if it's talking about the literal place. Which is Iraq today. Or the or the what it stands for. And often it is it is standing for it. The the ultimate false religion and the Babylon stands for that and the humanistic philosophy. They that stands in opposition to God. Mm -hmm. Both those things. Mm -hmm. And for right? an example, just to give you, just in case somebody doesn't understand what we're saying when we say that, when we say Wall Street, we're we don't talking about... We mean the avenue. There is a true Wall Street. There is. But there's also, we also an say system. Wall Street when we mean the system. Or mm -hmm. when we say, what is it? Um, How's the economy doing? Yeah, Wall Street says. The, the American economy. Yeah. We, we, mean, we don't necessarily mean just that street. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, I think, and there's, you know, I'm getting way ahead, but there's two falls of Babylon in, in Revelation mm -hmm. 2, and I think it's both of those. Because one of them is economic and one and of them is spiritual. Literal, yeah, one of them is literally, right. and one of them is right. the spiritual side of it. But we already have that, and that that isn't, 
that isn't a new thing. It's grown. I mean, it started in Nimrod. We saw it some in Egypt. We see it in Babylon. But we see it in Rome. We Babylon's see it. the first, mm-hmm. right? Babylon is that first animal. I was going to ask this. How, how much time is there between Daniel chapter 7 and John's uh, I have no idea. I want to say <laughs> no 800 years, maybe? Mm-hmm. A thousand years? Probably, maybe? More, I, probably more than that. But uh, I'll have to look sure. that up, so don't don't hold us on that. But, but, anyway. but it's the same vision is the point I wanted to make. It's the same now we have we have what Daniel said because he's asking what's gonna you know what's gonna happen to his people, and then we have John who's kind of picking up where he left off and adding his parts. That second that second animal, that same penultimate, right? Mm-hmm. The, Babylon and Mesa is Persia. Persia. The third is Macedonia under Alexander the Great. That's the leopard. He's always the leopard, and wouldn't it funny that even he himself chose that for his symbol? Mm-hmm. Unknowing that the Bible already said it would be. So when you talk the about leopard. Babylon, for someone, so so I know when you homeschool, you guys go into a lot of specific stuff. Mm-hmm. Babylon, Hanging Gardens, one of the seven wonders of the world. What else? Architecture, aqueducts, art, sculpture. I mean, building things that span harbors with their mm-hmm. sculptures bigger bigger than. The Statue of Liberty, being a music, science, art, like I said, astronomy, mm-hmm. and, and and all the scientists coming out of Babylon. Lots of science okay, coming out of Babylon, Babylon. But all this human wisdom, accomplishment, art, music, beauty, like I said, it it doesn't look like a mosh pit at a concert full of people doing drugs. It looks like beautiful human accomplishment. One of the seven wonders of the world. Only right? used to throw off the shackles and say we of the creator and, and not give him the glory for their gifts so or talents. Medo-Persia. And Medo-Persia is, is... What came out of that would be history-wise people would recognize. <laughs> math. <laughs> math, science, again, any technology, agriculture. Were they it is, it is a different kind of weaponry? Were they one of the ones that did I'm sorry, I don't want to get them mixed up with someone else. Well, but but I, when you think about these places, and, I, and forgive me. We are still uncovering things from the Persian Empire. It was longest lasting, most intelligent, most of what you know today, you know because of, they discovered it first. Brilliant mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. And we don't in, in Persia. The reason I, I don't want are. you to think is, when we read this in Scripture, we never tie it to what And I'm not calling happen. people from those places names or disparaging no, them. No, they're they're just like me and have the same opportunity to come to Christ and everything. We're talking about philosophies that came out of these regions as great world powers that still affect us today well, we are, and are still going on. And today. we ought to be able to look at those world powers. And here is something that we've talked about a lot in our class. This isn't the Bible separate all over here all by itself and has nothing to do with anything else we know. Mm-hmm. If we were studying this alongside our history books in school, right? We would be able to tie these people and these philosophies and these thoughts together. And regardless of what we think about the philosophies or thoughts, they are what they are. this is the history. And right? with it being Macedonia, Macedonia is Greece. The influence of the Greeks. I mean, come on. Yeah. With philosophy and, and everything that we know <laughs> that comes from the Greeks, yeah, right? right? That's the base. And then what's interesting is the next great empire, and, and there's two visions Daniel have. One is a statue, and, and it keeps getting lesser quality as you go down. Mm-hmm. The head is a head of gold, but as you get down to the feet, it's iron mixed mm-hmm. with clay. Mm-hmm. It's still strong, but it's not of the same quality as the first. And the first, forget, he tells them, I don't have to guess what it means. Like you said, when the Bible tells you what it means, it means mm-hmm. what it means. It tells you that the head is Babylon. 
Mm-hmm. And that the next is Persian. We know Alexander the Great and the Greek and Emperor. We know it's in the Rome divided And into Rome two. is the bottom. Right. Now, here's the thing when, when we're going from Daniel to Revelation, it says he knocked off his horns and he made one out of that Roman Empire that has fallen since 450 AD. After that point, there's no great Roman Empire that the Ottoman Empire. And the Eastern mm-hmm. Roman Empire held on for a while, but not with the great power and influence that it once had. And eventually it was destroyed as well. But there's one coming. That's going to come out of that old empire. See, I think this and is that's where, who the, that's who the beast And I think this is, is where we make our mistake when we separate. And I know I'm feeding a dead horse probably, but I think this is where we make our mistake when we separate the Bible from what really goes on in the world. We try to, The Bible is what really goes it, on. It is, but we, we don't... We, I don't want us to look at these kingdoms and think, oh, well, those are just old, you know, they had arrows and they threw rocks. And, you know, these were not, these were big, this is history. It is history in the Bible. And it's the same history that we study in school, but they don't always make that same connection. And we know that there's not been a great empire since Rome. We would think America's pretty good, pretty big, you know, England pretty good, but there's not been a world dominating what was it? Who was it? Wasn't it um, Alexander the Great that said he was sad because he didn't have any more kingdoms to conquer? Yeah, he didn't have anything else. Sat to down conquer. and cried. Yeah, because there was nothing else to conquer. Yeah. We're we're not talking about something that we shouldn't know. We should know this right already. We should know some of these things, and mm-hmm. we we dismiss it as scripture and think, well, I think you know, what's that got to do with the world today? It has everything to do with the world today. So we literally talked about what Satan's been doing. From the beginning in chapter 12, he's out to destroy the work of Christ. He's out to destroy people before they can come to Christ. He's out to confuse everything. He's that great dragon in chapter 12. So now as we go into chapter 13, we see his only begotten, in a way. Mm-hmm. His, his son. His, the Antichrist. Yeah, he's going to give power. The to opposite of the another. Right? So start Instead reading of. 13 and see where so we're So we got to one verse last time. Okay. We're going to do it again. I want okay? to do better. Chapter 13 now in Revelation. I'm sorry. Hope I didn't drag that introduction mm-hmm. out too long. But I, I do think it's important mm-hmm. that we, we... Who is this guy? we got to figure this out. It says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and the eye being John, I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. Okay, so now we have seven heads and ten horns. I thought we just had four things going on back here and then one that comes up in the middle. Well, I gave you the four ultimate kingdoms mm-hmm. on the earth that Daniel was given in his vision. But there are actually, after Daniel, right, there are seven mm-hmm world-changing old power. It is Sumeria, Egypt, Assyria, Babylonia, Medo-Persia, Greece, and Rome. And, and historians say these are the seven great kingdoms of the earth. Well, he's got seven, and then he's got ten. That ten comes from Rome. That, mm-hmm. ten, that ten comes from the Roman Empire, right? Mm-hmm. And again, he looks... The point is not... The countries themselves are saying, everybody from that country is evil. That would be ignorant for us to say, we're evil too. We need a savior. Everybody needs a savior. The point is, this buildup of kingdoms that's happened over all this time, there were elements in each one that mm-hmm. this ultimate Antichrist is going to have all, is of, going them. To have all of them. 
and I heard all it the to, all the influence from all of them. This is there. Is this, there. Is, this is like a family resemblance. It's kind yes. of like the father's but singing, he, but, but the he kind of looks like that leopard. He kind of acts like Alexander the Great. And yeah, the but he kind of is smart, like the media persons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kind of has the beauty going on of the Babylonians. Mm-hmm. He's kind of got mm-hmm. so he's like the the total package of what the world wants to worship and right and what the world sees as I a great. Know, and I know we said this before, but I, I want to say this again. He's not beastly in his look he is beastly in his character and in what is really the purpose right he's not just going his on care. and it says um and the dragon gave him his power and his seat that's and great authority and we know that that's satan because revelations already told us that in chapter chapter prior. 12 but yes. what did he give him he gave him power mm-hmm. his seat which is what that's what he offered jesus Exactly. Go when, into that. When, when Jesus is beginning his earthly ministry, he's in the desert. He's fasting. He's praying, forty days and forty nights. And, and Satan appears to him at the end of that time when he is hungry, and he says to him, "Hey, I'll give you authority. I, I'll make you king of everything that you see. I, you don't have to go to the cross if you'll serve me, because I'll make you. I'll give you all power and authority. I'll give you the seat and all the kingdoms of the world." And he says. Satan, it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord thy God. He says, he he doesn't say, thou shalt not live by bread alone. He doesn't say you don't have the the ability to make me into this ultimate world leader. He said, I already am that world leader. I already am the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and I'm going to go with the word of my Father, and not your word. Remember, we know that because it tells us that these battles are spiritual wickedness in high places. They're principalities, right? Christ, the one you should worship, turned all that down to go to a cross to save your life, Mm -hmm. save your eternal life. Mm -hmm. The Antichrist eats that up to get your name written in right the, the antichrist will let everybody that follows him be cast in the lake of fire because he's where he's so going. that he can have power and authority in the seat mm-hmm. that's the difference in these two i mean and and they're not mm-hmm. equal mm-hmm. they're not equal in any stretch of the stretch imagination, of the imagination. Mm-hmm. you have two very different characters here because when we get into chapter 14 oh, you're going to see what you're going to see the the even bigger difference between him and christ and it doesn't have, so I mean, I mean i think that's I, I think that's a great point. When when as these things happen, they sound logical, they sound reasonable, they sound well. That makes sense, and mm-hmm. that would do. You know, I don't need those Christians telling us. Oh, I get it. That's a good. But then there's going to come a place where they really come face to face with what it is, and they still have to make a decision. What are you going to do? Right? It's a Mark Twain that says, "If you take, I can't. I, I wish I had written this down, but it just occurred to me." I think it's Mark Twain that says, if you take a thief and you send him to be educated, you just get a much better thief. Mm-hmm. You just get a much more intelligent, mm-hmm. you know, what? I, you yeah. get a bigger criminal. And we always think the answer to all the world's problems is education, human education, mm-hmm. humanistic education. And we are going to learn how to be these better people who can solve these problems. Should we, as, as Christian people, as any people, try to help our fellow man, try to make um, things better, make yeah. discoveries? Yes. yes. And give the glory and the praise and the honor, honor to God. God who gave us all things. But what, what happens all too often is you take someone who doesn't have a clue who God is, mm-hmm. and you educate them, and you end up with a person who is a very educated mm-hmm. person who has no idea what's going on, mm-hmm. right? And doesn't know what the actual aim is and what the goal mm-hmm. is because they don't know who God is. 
right? True. And didn't solve the problem. Made the problem anything. bigger. And really, if you look at the people who are educated, highly educated, and who have made major accomplishments in all of their fields, it's usually the Christian people that have done that and contributed. And gave God the glory. And gave God the glory. Uh, blasphemy. I don't want to leave verse 1. His name. Upon his head, the name of blasphemy. Blasphemy is taking anything that belongs to God, his character, his nature, his person, and applying it to an, another thing or an unholy thing. Or so you take the holy things of God and you apply them to everything or anything that is not God. So the whole thing he'll be doing is taking the, the attributes, the person, the nature of God, and applying it to lesser things. This lesser things are, is us. Mm -hmm. say, he'll say, say, you are eternal. Like I said, the lies are close to the truth, right? Mm -hmm. They always are. <laughs> you, are you are God-like. You are the answer to all the world's problems. You are the ultimate. Mm -hmm. and, it, and not give glory to the Son. Praise the Father. Mm -hmm. Right? With the power of the Holy Spirit. He's going to say, all the glory and the power and the honor belongs to you. He's going to take the whole theme of the Antichrist is to take the holy things of God and make them Satan and falsely mm -hmm. put them Satan. where they don't belong. Satan Not just Satan. But Satan is happy for you to put on you because that is him. You know what I mean? Right. That is going to be what how he gets power. And, and, I, and before we leave verses 1 and 2, and I can't believe we're only on 1 and 2, but I know I, before we leave that, I want to say, John's now on the sand by the sea. Remember, he was called the Mediterranean Sea. Was, Guess what's across the Mediterranean Sea? But remember, Europe but remember, and the Roman Empire. But remember, <laughs> but anyway, he was called mm -hmm. up to heaven, and now he's back on earth, looking at these things. Mm -hmm. And we've said it, but I want to make sure we kind of say it again. We keep getting a view from above. We're getting a, and view, a view and from down below. Here. Yeah. And the sea, the tumultuous sea mm -hmm. that this beast rises out of. Sea in scripture is also often referring to could be the Mediterranean Sea. I'm not saying it's not. But all these nations could and be all, are all these around the Mediterranean Sea. In turmoil yeah. and in what we've said, everybody's looking for an answer and trying to find what's the right thing to do and what makes sense and what do I like and how does that, you know, that feeling, that, that, um, cliche, what have you done for me lately? Kind of what, what, what are you going to do to make me happy? But when he rises up, he has all these of this authority given to him by the dragon, but his name, he has the name of blasphemy on all of those heads, right? Mm -hmm. And he's, his family relationship, so we've now met his father, because we recognize him by the father, by his father, by how the dragon's described in chapter 12. Exactly. And now we see the family resemblance between all these other nations that have come All these the kingdoms that have exalted themselves, that... Guess what happened to every one of them? They ended. Mm -hmm. They were destroyed. Because in their, and you know what destroys? There, there's a great book called The Rise and Fall of the Roman Empire. That goes, it's not a Christian book necessarily. It goes into the great depths about how these kingdoms rise and fall. And they're never destroyed. I mean, in a sense, people from the outside come in. But they're never destroyed by that. They're destroyed from the inside out. Their pride mm -hmm. and their arrogance and their sinfulness and their debauchery destroys them. Then, other, then the gates fall. Mm -hmm. And someone can read. If you want to understand history read the book mm -hmm. it, it really tells you that how each one of them is self-destructive to the point that in the end when someone else actually comes in and conquers they don't have to do much mm -hmm. because they've already killed themselves mm -hmm. and 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 it's been said of america too if america ever falls it won't be from without it'll be, be from, from within, within. because we'll we destroy can't, ourselves we can't agree on anything because we're right? not unified we're we're so angry and hateful mm -hmm. toward each other and mm -hmm. 
don't get the big picture no, at we all. We think that the education is going to save us, and it won't. We think economics is going to save us, and it won't. Or the government's going to save us. Politics are going to save us, and it can't. Christ can save us, mm -hmm. but we, it will continue to fall. Mm -hmm. We've got to turn to Christ. Right? Without that. So verse 3, and I saw one of the, his heads. Now remember how many heads did he have? Ten, seven, what do we have? Ten, seven heads and ten horns. I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. Read now, verse two. The verse four says, And they worshiped the dragon which gave power unto the beast, and they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is likened who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth. And here it is again, speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. How long Somehow, is forty and two months? How long is it? Three and a half years. Three and a half years. So, so somehow this human entity, with, with, possessed by Satan, but not in an obvious way like we think it is in the movies, possessed by Satan, is given a fatal blow. Mm -hmm. Somehow, he either through medicine or technology. Or something we have not foreseen yet, or literally by just the power of Satan, his life—he will do a fake or resurrection real, or real death. Resurrection. Some people, I mean, we, for a long time, commentators, how's he going to do this trick? Is is he going to be like cloned? That's what they said when the clones came out. Mm -hmm. Is he going to be cloned? Maybe. Or, is he going? To, is somebody going to have a, a modern invention that keeps him alive? Like a possibly a virtual reality. That's thing that's really TV. like people. More There's, modern commentators go. You realize that we are literally downloading information into. The, the rate of technology, this, this is above me and above my ability to explain and understand, but the rate of technology and what we're able to record and do and keep and the way computers are able to think, we're like on the line of them being undistinguishable from a human brain. Well, like they'd be able to talk, they weren't not human, but they'd be able to talk to you just like a human being and have like algorithms and mathematical programs. I'm not saying that's what it is because we haven't seen it yet, to but, speak to us. But if you could take a person dying mm -hmm. at some point technologically and you could put him in a machine, could that mimic a resurrection? I don't Possibly. Know. I don't but, know but how it's going to do. the point of Satan is to mimic that, that, because that's the thing that separates Jesus from everybody. Whether else. it's sorcery right, or it's technology or it's medical advancement or whatever. Well, For some that, reason, though. when you see him die, but think he's going to miraculously come back. And they're going to go, I'm not see, the church didn't have that. We Here he is, really. Here he the is. The answer will be then, mm -hmm. we don't need Christ. We can live forever. Look did. at what we've done. He does the same thing. We'll be like him. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that Jesus or, said with his resurrection, what we find out in the it, it he's the first fruits. In other words, the reason... Mm -hmm. All the Christian martyrs were willing to go to their death for the gospel is because they said, if he rose again, I'm going to rise again. I'm going to live after death. So if they that. throw me into the arena and I have to go through that horrible situation and die, I don't have to fear that I'm going to be dead and separated from God for all eternity. I'm going to be resurrected just like Christ was resurrected. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And because they believed in the resurrection, mm -hmm. that's where they got their whole philosophy, their whole life, how they lived, how they spread the gospel. Mm -hmm. In the same way, these people who refuse to be allegiant to Christ, who refuse to honor God, mm -hmm. and they're going to take a mark into their body that swears their allegiance we don't to the Antichrist. Market, but, yes. but they're going to take a mark into their forehead and their hand that says, 
that's my guy. Mm -hmm. And when they take that, they're going to say, just like he was able Mm -hmm. to come back. I'll be able to come back. I don't need to answer to God. He is I don't need to. Satan is doing exactly what he's trying to put in place. What I don't Jesus need God did. anymore. We we we've, we've gotten past. So you said it was death. Jesus, but see, this guy does the same thing. So you don't. I don't have to believe in Jesus, right? Because and that's going to be the, the trick. Thing. So it's it's like he's going to. And when that. he does that, you can almost hear that we got you. Mm-hmm. We got you now because. He's going to make, who's going to be able to fight a guy who can't die? And what who's going to be able to go to war with someone but who can't be destroyed? Says, but look at the word. Right? It says, and I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. Some, we, it's, it tells you it, that's what it is. It's a, it's a show of some kind. And all the world wondered after the beast. And they worship the dragon. Isn't that what he's wanted since the beginning of time? They worship Satan. Which gave I doubt they'll call him that. Maybe they will. Which gave by that power point, but... to the beast, right? He gave authority mm-hmm. to the beast, and they worship the beast, saying, "Who is like him? No, who can? Who's who is able to make war with Isn't him?" Isn't that what we we say? Who is like our God? Right. It's who exactly has power to say? Who is able to to die and only, raise again? Only they're going to be saying, be "See, you think you had Jesus, but this guy does this the same the thing." Real so thing. it's not you, which is wrong. Mm-hmm. Right, we're all gone anyway. Hopefully, the rapture. Yeah, well, there's here. a bunch of believers still here because they show up in the next chapter, and they're going to get martyred if they don't. Well, take the there's a bunch of believers that stand on a hill with him, ready for battle, mm-hmm. and they make it through this time. They don't take the mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. They don't surrender, and it's that false god. It says, and, and take, but there's a whole it. lot who will. He kills a lot of them. He kills. Well, he I mean, already has Mark. Mm-hmm. The the world systems that play have already. But when you think about this technology, well. do you realize that 50 years ago? My grandparents wouldn't have thought of any of that. Well, that's like what that. I think is interesting about it is they weren't, they, what they envisioned this to be wasn't necessarily wrong. We just hadn't seen what it was going to be yet. We have, we still it is of the we same nature, sure. the same manner, the same, yeah. the same, it's just, what is it, where will we be in that point of history? What, what will we be capable of doing that will agree perfectly with what the Word of God says, because it's not wrong. It's not wrong. That's right. Well, what <laughs> I thought of when I first read this was I thought about, do you remember, oh, it's been several years back now, when Hank Williams sang with his son, Hank Williams mm-hmm. Jr., mm-hmm. and it was it was an electronic version of what he was singing that the son Natalie sang. Natalie Cole with that pink Cole. And it was like, how did they do that? Because mm-hmm. it looked like they were talking like he was right there with him. And if you didn't know that he had died many years before his mm-hmm. son was able to, you wouldn't have... We have, and I think about Adam's. What did what was the stuff Adam had with the virtual reality that the, 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 the VR sets where he says it's so real, Mom. It's like it's like actually really happening. Mm-hmm. There's a, it's it's like when you put that on, you don't think you're playing a game. You're actually in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you, and if, even if you could put that hook that up somehow to your television or your, can you imagine? All I know is. We already know. We don't what it know is, what it is, except what they want us to know, usually. I, I'm such a, a great... Conspiracy theorist, but... Just I, such a great imposter, such a great fakeness, that everybody that doesn't have Christ's mark, he, he said he marks his own, mm-hmm. is going to be completely and totally mm-hmm. Whose name's not in the land book of life. And it says that it will be. they will be so good at it. You could be deceived. Sure. You've got to if, it, if you weren't marked by Christ, you would think, oh, this is it. And, you know, we talked about that a little bit last week. How are you going to know? Because you have to try things out. Does it agree with Christ? Do you Christ? know when the voice you're listening to, the idea, the philosophy, and you're like, I'm learning philosophy. You know what I mean. When, when what the world has to say about what's right and wrong, what's good and evil, 
Well, you, you should just, do you know whether it's your father's voice or not? Do you know whether that lines up with God's you know? word or whether that does not line up and it lines mm-hmm. up with the father of lies? Satan is not just a liar. He's a good liar. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic he liar. Yes. He's father a great deceiver. He's not an obvious lie. Like I, if I tell you a lie, you're going to bust me every time because I'm horrible at it. <laughs> yeah, you can always tell. I'm horrible at it. God's not like that. And, and when God Satan's tells you the truth, right. Satan is not Satan is not a horrible liar. He's a good liar. He's able to That's deceive what he's people done from the beginning. We talked about that a lot last time, but just know that. Well, like you should know your. The Bible says, "My sheep know my voice." They, how do they know my voice? They've been reading it. And you They've been just, studying you it and talking about it. They've been listening go, to me. Oh, that sounds good. Because, right? Oh, that sounds good doesn't mean anything. Lots of things sound good. Mm-hmm. Right? Lots mm-hmm. of things sound good. But God's, the good that is in God is an eternal good. It never changes. That's the best thing in the world about Christ is he's a solid rock. Everything about him is eternally true. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. It, it's not all of a sudden going to change and be different. When he came... He, he even says, I didn't destroy the law. The law was the word of God. Mm-hmm. I fulfilled it. Mm-hmm. So you would know. I finished it. I accomplished so it. it right? Then, so it, it didn't go against what the Father said. It's the ultimate fulfillment of what the Father said. But listen right? to what it says now in the next two verses. So if we know anything about God, mm-hmm. right, we should be able to see, understand. Listen to what it says in verse 5. This is about what says, the Antichrist will and do. And there was given unto him this... This Res- um, fake this, resurrected, this resurrected beast. Mm-hmm. There was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemies against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and What's them his tabernacle? that dwell in heaven. Us, his tabernacle. Oh, we are called a tabernacle, but. But literally, the tabernacle of God is Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes. We are yes. the parts of that tabernacle. We are mm-hmm. parts of, he made us part of it. But a tabernacle was made out of skin mm-hmm. of, of the goats. It was covered in ram skin. It was literally the presence of God contained within flesh. That's Christ. So not only when he blasphemed God, the focus is on blaspheming the son. Jesus is not who you think he is. He's not. He's going to tell you he's somebody that, and and that he's well not right. And them that dwell in heaven? He's going to say, all these ones you thought were holy, those are evil. Those are wrong. This is bad. And seven, and it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nation. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Verse 9, if any man have an ear, let him hear. And you're like, so he wins? No, he doesn't win. Does he win? Well, he's given power to destroy them. But he doesn't win. But he won't destroy the ones whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, even if they die here. So how would they not So do we recognize blasphemy when we hear it now? I would be willing to say that I think, now I know this sounds like I'm a really doom and gloom pessimist. I think blasphemy is spoken in the church. I think sometimes we take the holy things of God and we apply them to ourselves now. Or we bring God down to our level now. Mm -hmm. We make him not 
what he is, lesser than he is. Mm-hmm. We let we say we can can God do this? I hope God's able to do mm-hmm. this. Is it possible God could do this? Guess what? God can do anything he wants to anytime with anybody. Anyhow, anywhere, any, any place. place he wants to do. Every time that you doubt who he is, you are blaspheming. Mm-hmm. You're taking holy things and you're making them unholy. Or you're taking or attributing, or attributing to, people to people his character something that God purpose. actually happened. You know, God yeah. works through people, so He may allow someone to do something for you, but God put that How in. How about when you're like, I don't know what's going to happen to us. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what's going to. We don't know what's going to happen to us. We don't know that the world's always been evil. It's always been antichrist, mm-hmm. and that we are safe and secure in Jesus Christ because we're going to follow Him in His resurrection, no matter what happens in the side of life. We don't know that. I'm, I'm guilty of a. Adrian Rogers. It's my favorite line. He always said. He said, "People walk around constantly. What is the world coming to? It's coming to Jesus." Mm-hmm. He He is going to be the victor when all is said and done. And this just looks like. They win because read verse 10. 10 is the key to chapter 13. It he says, that leadeth into captivity shall go, go into, into captivity. Who's going to go into captivity? The Antichrist. Guess who's going to go into the burning lake of fire? The Antichrist. And the Satan and himself. The and yes. the false prophet. And all the fallen. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately, you, you're, you're looking at him going, oh, he's winning. No, he has a destiny as well. Now, here's, this, here's a good line, too. He that killeth with the sword... Must be killed with a sword. And, and he will be. And here's interesting, because remember, he does martyr. There's a lot of people in this time period that die, because they will not take the mark of the beast. And it, it's in there. Now we've got the 144,000 that are good. But, but the then, Antichrist is also going to But die. the Antichrist sword, sword sorry, that he dies with, remember what it says? Jesus just with the words, the words of his mouth. The word of God. The sword that but destroyed. Right, that takes care of him. Here it says is the patient and faith of the saints. And I think like we just need to have this like hallelujah chorus moments right there. Mm-hmm. Because this verse, he said, now here it is. Mm-hmm. Here yeah. is how you have patience no matter what's happening in the world. Here's how you have faith regardless of how you feel. The, the enemy of your soul, the possessed of Satan, Satan himself, mm-hmm. has a destiny. His destiny is hell. He will be destroyed. People act like Satan is in charge of hell. Satan will suffer in hell and in the lake of fire just like every other person who rejects Christ. He's a knucklehead. God is in charge of hell. He still thinks he can win this thing. God's in charge of everything he made. Mm -hmm. I want you to look. I don't know if it's in this one or the next one. Wait, wait, wait just one second. got to find this one verse if it's there. I think it's in the next chapter. But in the next chapter it says, when when they're cast in hell, it says, in the presence of Mm-hmm. of Jesus mm-hmm. and, and the angels and the, and the saints. Mm-hmm. In other words, like I've heard people say, you know, if you go to hell, God no longer can see you. You're no longer his presence. God is king of everything he created. He has all, you are separated from the love, grace, and mercy of God when you go to hell. But God's mm-hmm. if he, he knows where you are and in the presence of God and the saints, these things will be destroyed. He is allowing Satan to do these things. He, no, well, He's allowing your choice Mm -hmm. to allow Satan to do these things to you. If we didn't choose that, we wouldn't wouldn't be here. God is allowing Mm -hmm. you free will. Mm -hmm. You know what we don't like? Here, I read this. uh, Troy Johnson is a friend of ours, goes to our church sometimes. He he put something I thought was one of the best things about this. He said, everybody in the church world fights between the sovereignty of God and the free will of man. And you have to pick a side. He said, the, the post he put, and I can't remember the exact words of it, but it was exactly right. It's like, the thing is, you're thinking with a human brain about human attributes. A human being can only understand 
Either it's the sovereignty of God or it is the will of man. He doesn't have a brain like yours. Mm -mm. God is completely sovereign and he allows free will. The reason you have a problem with that is you are a puny little human being who doesn't understand anything and Mm -hmm. so am I. Mm -hmm. But God himself says, I will allow you the consequences of your choices Mm -hmm. and you are still under my sovereign power. Mm -hmm. Right? And and there's no... Division in that. No, there is no division in that. But, but, I, but I think that's what we fight about. That's why we have seven million denominations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is because we try to put God in a human brain and a human understanding. And God is beyond anything you can think, ask, touch, feel, relate to. He gives us everything we can relate to in His Son, Jesus. But He is so much more than you're able to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and that's what you see right here is, yes, these things are happening because... God allowed us to make our choice. And we ought to be able, if we know anything about God at all, we ought to be able to hear the blasphemy. We ought mm-hmm. to see war with the saints. We ought to be able to see um, that they're worshiping something and that's not the right thing. If somebody tries to tell you they perfectly un- understand they the Trinity, they they're lying to you. You don't understand it. Why? Because it's not you. That's mm-hmm. not how you are. Mm-hmm. That's how he is. We are by right. I mean, there's a part of it we can get a hold of, but we don't understand the Trinity. We don't get that. It's it's beyond our imagination, Mm -hmm. and and everything about Him is, Mm -hmm. except for what He allows us to to be revealed into our hearts from Christ. So I think probably since we're almost out of time, um, how many? We should read the rest of it, even if we don't. Well, let's come back. We've only got three minutes left, so let's let's stop at ten. Let's stop with the fact that the but that in the middle of this conversation about what the beast is and what he does, it says he's going into captivity. He's got his hand. He's not going to win here. He's not eternal. He's not. He's, he's going to be killed. He is not the opposite of God. He's another. Mm-hmm. He's another pretending to be. And we can start at verse eleven because I don't want to miss the fact that that this next beast that comes from not the sea but the earth is kind of like representative of the Holy Spirit or some John people the say John the Baptist because he tells them he's coming. He tells he's them about what they're doing. So I don't want to shortchange that because okay. I think that's a pretty good thing. So uh, my opinion as an older Christian here is we have no place to stop. We have to keep studied. We have to know the Word of God. We've got to keep it buried in our heart. We've got to apply it to our lives. It can't be something that we just do on Sunday morning and think it has nothing to do with the world around us. It has everything to do with everything around us. But if I'm dealing with this for the first time as a new Christian, this is kind of scary stuff. And You, you know, know how we people? started? We started with letters to seven churches. And every one of those letters, those people at that time were being martyred for believing in Jesus Christ, were being attacked, impoverished, they were going through unbelievable stress because simply because they believed in Jesus Christ. They were losing their families, their homes. Their, and he said to every single one of them, you want to overcome? Because you can overcome. You can overcome through the blood of the Lamb and the power of, the te- of your testimony. You, mm-hmm. you can win. And you can win only in Christ Jesus. And whether you are alive when Antichrist is here, or whether you have been raptured and you're in heaven with God, or whether you're just facing the spirit of Antichrist that is in the world today that still is standing against Christ and persecuting Christians and is the evil that's Mm -hmm. in this world. You can overcome and you can win Mm -hmm. because we ultimately, we're not facing an equal. We're facing an imposter. And our faith is in the winner. Mm -hmm. And he's already proven it. When he came out of the tomb, 
He already proved you don't have to worry about anybody in control down here. That's why the Antichrist was so bad to mimic that. But he can't mimic it because guess what? He that the Antichrist that kills with the sword is going to die by the sword, Mm -hmm. right? And and he that he's not going to overcome you if your faith and your trust and your life is in Christ. You have nothing to worry about, Mm -hmm. right? Right. That's where we. There's nothing to be afraid of. Okay. Thank you for joining us. I thought that was, I like I like our conversations where we're going with this. I, I appreciate all you bring to the table, too. You're very smart. I wrote down, I wrote down about the answer. He's all trick and no treat. That's going to be my clever line tonight. All trick, no treat. He, he. Good job. Yeah. I like that. that <laughs> okay. last minute. All, right. all right. Keep your Bibles open. We're just believing what it says, and we're moving forward every day. So keep us in your prayers, and join us next week.